chapter number four of the tale of old mr crow by arthur scott bailey this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c caught napping it was several days before mr crow stopped sulking he was very angry with farmer green for placing the giant in the cornfield and he told his friends that he had made up his mind he would move to some other neighborhood farmer green will be sorry after i'm gone he remarked he'll miss me when he finds that his crops are being eaten by mildreds of insects whether he meant millions or hundreds it would be hard to say you see mr crow was not good at arithmetic he always had trouble counting higher than ten and then the very day before he had planned to move mr crow noticed something that made him change his mind he was sitting in the top of a tall pine looking mournfully across the cornfield where he dared not go when he saw a small bird drop down upon the giant's head and disappear he's eaten her mr crow exclaimed but as he stared the little bird appeared again and flew away old mr crow knew it was a mother wren and he was not long in discovering that she had built a nest under the tin pan that the giant wore in place of a hat that was enough for mr crow the secret was out the thing he had feared was nothing worse than a straw scarecrow with a stick stuck over his shoulder to look like a gun the old gentleman felt quite foolish for a time but he did not let that fact prevent his scratching up enough corn to make up for the meals he had lost after that he quickly recovered his spirits and he forgot all about moving but if mr crow felt merry you may be sure that farmer green did not it was his turn to feel foolish and he vowed that he would get even with mr crow if it took him all summer meanwhile mr crow grew careless he really thought that farmer green wouldn't be able to think of any other way of keeping him out of the cornfield and he spent so much of his time there that he grew quite fat he became somewhat short-breathed too and his voice grew wheezier than ever but mr crow did not mind those things he was getting all the corn he could eat and he was happy then there came a morning at last as he soared down upon the cornfield when he noticed that the huge scarecrow was gone there was another a shorter figure in its place but to careless mr crow's glance it seemed no different from the scarecrows he had known all his life he paid little or no attention to the image it wore the big pan upon its head he observed that much and it made him laugh then mr crow began to scratch for his breakfast but he had not eaten a single kernel when a terrible roar broke the early morning stillness and there was a sound as of hail falling all around him mr crow knew right away what had happened 
the scarecrow had come to life and tried to shoot him and if ever a bird hurried away from that field it was old mr crow it was almost night before he remembered that he had had nothing to eat all day and so anybody can see how frightened he was farmer green walked home to his own breakfast with his gun resting upon his shoulder i didn't get him he told johnny but i must have scared him out of a year's growth end of chapter four recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c